This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. We just watched Lucifer as... You've reached the voicemail of... I don't understand. Why, why do you want me to say my name? So on to season five. This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. Chris, we are deep into season five. Like we are, we are in season five. If you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we're I'm kind of making um, this sound gross. <laughs> I'm kind of, but I'm, we're all up in the season five's guts, is what I'm saying. Sure, sure, sure. We're a few weeks from the end, and that feels big. It feels bigger than any other season because this is the uh, at the time was the intended end of Supernatural. So everything that that's happening here, it, 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 it's big. That's the best word for it, I think. Yeah, there's um, there, there's some question about that. Like, that, that's always been the, the general knowledge, but I've, I've seen some evidence saying that, like, they really had no idea. Like, they knew, mm-hmm. they, they, they may have been acting like they were um, not going to get renewed. Like, I think that was the question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a lot of this stuff feels like the end, even if it wasn't necessarily, like, written to be so, like, the, the popular stuff, popular yeah. thought is. Um, yeah. it, this is, I just want to say real quick, like, we're getting to the end. We're going to get real close to our feedback episode, like, frighteningly close. Like, I've, I was booking the, the person that we're going to have as a guest um, just the other day to make sure that all that was straight. Um, but uh, you need to send in your comments and your feedback to monsteroftheweek.cool slash contact so that we can talk about it. That can be anything that we talked about in season five. That could be prompts. That could be uh, fuck Mary hunts. Like that's a that's a fun game that we like to play. Uh, that could be difficult trivia questions that we may may not answer or may not be able to answer. Or uh, it could be just any of your general thoughts on the show up to this point. But get those in uh, and make sure that they're in quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. My insightful um, addition to that is, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're just really like effortlessly like picking up this conversation and running with it, Chris. Thank you very I'm much. Just, I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's what I do. It's, you're really uh, good at hey, this. If you like what you hear and you'd like to hear more of it, you can help support the show uh, by visiting our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash monster of the week, uh, and checking out what we have to offer there. See if you want to, um, you want to get in on that. Yeah, you could be like our friends Brandon and Jake Lionheart, who have both donated, and so we get to say their name on the air. Um, Jake is, I know Brandon very well, and Brandon's a good dude. Uh, Jake Lionheart is a great dude. I, I mean, I'm making it sound like he's better than Brandon. I'm already feeling pretty weird about this conversation. Uh, yeah, you check yourself before you wreck yourself, Jeremy. I feel like I am wrecking myself immediately, Chris. I uh, just want to say ah, that ah, Jake ah. has been making a bunch of beats, and he's made like a supernatural, uh, like, uh, EP that he did, which is really, really good. And uh, we've, we've used some of the music in the show before, but if you want to go check that out, I'll have a link in the show notes as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Let's get into these episodes, though, man. Or do, do you want to do you want to do a check in? Like, how, how are you doing? How's the world? Like, how, how's, how's Chris I mean, Mosier? How is Chris Effin Mosier right now? I mean, I'm not a Winchester yet. I've mm-hmm. been, we've recorded 40 some odd episodes, and I'm still not a Winchester, so. Um, nothing to report yet. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is episode 44. I don't think we said that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you were, you were not a Winchester. Uh, I didn't want to really tell you this on air like this, but since you brought it up, I, uh, I am definitely a Winchester now. 
I got my I got my, pa- got my paperwork yesterday. Yeah. Did they call you? <laughs> well, they, they they called me a couple of weeks ago, and they swore me to secrecy. That's why it's not come up on the show before. But uh, what? and then I, I got all the paperwork in, so I, I signed it and I uh, scanned it and I emailed it to the uh, the Winchester Family Heritage Fan- Foundation. Um, and, Do you think yeah. they don't have my number? <laughs> I, um, you know what, Chris? I'm gonna let them break any kind of news that they might have for you like i don't i don't want to be the i don't want to be the messenger i'm gonna get this. i'm gonna get a letter but it's gonna be from like sarah winchester whoever <laughs> that is from from the winchester mystery house yeah like in the, real life yeah the wrong winchester the, the, woman, the woman who just slowly went crazy and built a spooky house <laughs> is that true ghosts out yeah she built a um she was the daughter of um uh whoever winchester god the guy who, henry winchester nope that's not that's not right whoever made the the winchester rifle um she believed that uh, she, if she, she visited a psychic or something who told her that if she ever stopped building her house, that the ghosts of all of the people that her father's guns had killed would come back and, and kill her. Oh my so she, lord. She started building a house and she never stopped construction on it. So she was like, they build rooms and then tear rooms down and then just like add a weird stairway in the walls that led to another secret little room. It's, it's a real thing. Winchester Mystery House. Look it up. I, I will definitely look up the Winchester Mystery House. Um, so yeah, I'm now. You can now call me Jeremy Winchester. Um, in fact, okay. if you, if you, you would can just, now call me Sarah, if if you would, uh, I would prefer if you just call me Mister Winchester for the rest of the podcast. That would be <laughs> okay, Mister Winchester. Whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and next week I'm getting my doctorate paperwork in, so uh, that'll be Doctor Winchester. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just you know just want to make sure that we're respecting one another's like titles and and surnames. You know what I'm saying? You're getting a you're getting a Doctor Winchester, and I'm not even getting an underscore Winchester. No, not. I'm sorry. You're not even under. You're not even Winchester underscore gamer. That's not even. <laughs> That's okay. So road so far. You ready for it? I, I I'm very curious what this is because not only do I have not have I not seen it, but like you wrote it beforehand, which has never happened in the history of this podcast. Yeah, well, don't get too excited because it's pretty normal. Uh, last time on Monster <laughs> of the Week. <laughs> Last time on Monster of the Week, the boys went all Dawn of the Dean on us, right? Did you like, hey, Jeremy, did you catch that? Wow. The boys went all Dawn of the Dean on us and dealt with a full-blown zombie uprising. Meanwhile, Bobby made us super sad, and the great Sheriff Jody Mills was finally introduced. Then the boys went to heaven by way of shotgun, and we learned that Sam's idea of a good time is dinner with another person's family, and Ash is still rocking that tight mullet even in the afterlife. Oh, and um, God is not home or something? He doesn't care. Cass cool. called him a son of a bitch. Cass called him a son of a bitch that he used to believe in. Uh, yeah, things are, I guess, to catch us up a little bit. Like things aren't really great. Like uh, in the last episode, uh, the, the the boys broke up. Like they they broke up again. This is the, our second big Winchester breakup. Like you know, yeah. Dean has had that amulet that Sam gave him for Christmas when they were kids for for a long long time, and now that he's gotten it back and he saw what Sam's version of heaven was, which didn't involve anything to, to do with Winchester at all. He didn't even, Sam didn't even go to no. the Winchester mystery house, Chris. That's how anti no, no, no. Winchester his heaven is. Uh, do you think, do you think it's been brought up the Winchester mystery house? In, <laughs> and the, the and show? The, I don't, I've never heard about it, so I'm guessing not. Or if they, maybe they made a joke about it and I didn't, I didn't on the, the nose, reference. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a little bit, it could be a little too on the nose. Um, the first episode we're going to cover today is called 99 Problems. It was written by Julie Siege and directed by Charles Beeson. It aired on April 8th, 2010. Sam and Dean are outnumbered by demons, but are saved at the last minute by Rob and his town people. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. 
um, who are aware of the apocalypse and have been training to fight and kill demons. The small town is very religious, and Sam and Dean meet Pastor Gideon, who introduces them to his daughter Leah, whom he claims is a prophet. Leah tells the townspeople they must obey her orders if they want a spot in heaven. But when she starts turning the townspeople against each other in the name of the Lord, the brothers realize they must kill her. Hold on, there's another four paragraphs. And then Sam moves his hair back up behind his ear and then expresses to Dean, whoa. (laughs) These, uh, these, These episode descriptions are just, they're getting into details, man. They're rude. That's what it is. Frankly, they are rude. They just they are spill, extremely the, spill the beans. Anyway. Why would you give up the fact that Leah is not what she seems in like the TV God description? Like that's not cool. It's a deep it's deep into the episode that that is revealed. <laughs> it's pretty deep into the episode. Um our uh, our previously on our then section is mostly just uh reintroducing Lisa who's going to show up at the end of the episode. Um Yeah. Every time I see that I'm like, well, I guess I know who's coming back this episode. Yeah. And then I watched the episode and forgot about it. Did and when you she really? came back at the end. I was like, "Oh, what? <laughs> Lisa? <laughs> what is she doing here?" Um they also explain this whole business about God and God not being there and, um, you know, the fact that pretty much the only optimistic person in, about this war is uh, is now Sam Winchester, which is highly ironic yeah. because, yeah, Sam is not known for his uh, great outlook on life or this this no. or this family business that he's he's involved himself in. Dean um, has started reading Nietzsche. He's going through his weird phase in high sure. school. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So he's like, God is not real. God is dead. Is that – yeah, God is dead. That's what it is. Am I, is a Winchester not entitled to the sweat of his brow, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm not a Winchester. <laughs> um, this episode starts out really good, though. Like, uh, I, I feel like yeah. any time that the brothers are, are actually, like, putting the Impala to work, in other words, we get, like, some, some real big drifting scenes, I, I feel like that, that's always a really good time. Um, and this is what we get, like, them careening around a corner and uh, only to be stopped by this, like, overturned uh, 18-wheeler. And they're almost immediately surrounded by demons. Uh, and fortunately, like, this old-school fire truck looking thing shows up and just starts blasting everybody with holy water out of the pump, which... Mm-hmm. There's something really satisfying about, like, the crazy ways that the brothers come up to kill stuff, especially demons. And, like, yeah. a f- literal fire hose full of holy water is extremely good. Yeah, it's a good it's a good move. It's, sol- it's a solid plan. It's a solid plan of attack. Um, tons of holy water. It's all mm-hmm. good. And they're doing something that we talked about way, way, way back when uh, – when, when it's – one of the first times that the boys ran against um, many demons at one time, which is just these the Southern Lutheran militia, as they're going to name yeah. themselves in a minute, uh, basically start exercising all of the demons using loudspeakers. Like they they've got the like a bullhorn hooked up, and the one dude is just like screaming an exorcism out. And uh, that, that's a good idea. Like, yeah, like Sam and Dean should just get that on a tape and maybe play you, it in the Impala all the time. I'm saying they need to have that shit blaring. People will be like, wow, those guys are crazy. But like, as soon as they get out of their car, people think they're crazy anyway. Yeah, because they just don't know how to act like regular people. I know the show writes them to act like regular people, but Dean will show up at a restaurant and be like, you guys seen any um, ghosts? I mean, uh, light flickers? Yeah. I mean, any, uh, have, have there been any cold spots in your kitchen? Excuse me, Dean? Excuse- like, what? Yeah. <laughs> excuse in the me? fridge? What do <laughs> excuse you Excuse me, Officer Zeppelin? I don't understand this question. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they, they blast all these demons back, and um, I, I like that Sam and Dean are like, no, wait, just stay, hold on, but don't leave. Like we're we're also a part of this, and like there's like kind of a, a cut to, cut to black, and then 
like the next scene is them like looking at, at the Winchester trunk, looking at the trunk of the Impala with all of their demon killing stuff as if to say like, yeah, no, we're, we're in this too. Like we, we know this, yeah. this is, this yeah. is all good. This is like our kind of our thing. <laughs> you could say we're, we're enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. We're demon killing enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. We're in the demon killing business and uh, business was actually really bad before you guys showed up. So thanks. We really yeah. appreciate that fire truck save. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a good move. They go, um, they go back with these people, and uh, mm-hmm. they arrive in t- just in time to see like a wedding. And um, one of our one of the main characters of this of this episode, um, whose name I've already forgotten, um, is tells them like, "Oh yeah, there's been like nine weddings this week. Like everybody since it's mm-hmm. apocalypse, everybody's hooking up, and um, everybody wants to bone down. But it's a super religious town. Like they're all Lutherans, so they have to bone down in the eyes of the Lord, which means you know, got to put, put a ring on it. Yep, yep, yep." Um, I, I like this. I like the idea of what's happening in this town. And I like that for most of the episode, we get to see our hunks being hunks. Yes. Um, I get, I've said it once, said it a million times. I like when the Winchesters get to be heroes, mm-hmm. when they get to just be like the cool action stars. Because so much of the time, it's just like them feeling shitty. And whenever they're around other people, it seems like they're able to, to be the hunks that I know that they are. And um, this episode is really, really good for that. I just like the idea that the only people in this town are, are who are fighting against the demon is this this religious group um, because of course like the church would want to fight off demons and now they're literally here yeah uh, I think that there's a lot of cool um, or interesting kind of side characters obviously the side characters don't get much going on for them as that's standard for supernatural um, but I like what we get here it, it makes for a lot of fun entertaining um, situations. Agreed. And uh this this like tour that they get of um their like operation where they literally have kids filling up shotgun shells full of salt, right? Yeah. Like that's that's some good stuff. Like but also we we've talked about this before, uh seeing the consequences of this world. In fact we talked about this a lot on the last episode of the podcast, seeing seeing the effects that this apocalypse is having on the actual world, on actual people. Um, not just Sam and Dean's little bubble, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's not, it, it's, there's actual stakes here. And, um, these guys have figured it out. Uh, and they're, they quickly figure out that Leah is a, is a prophet. Like this, this woman is a prophet and she's talking to angels. She knows all about who Sam and Dean are. She calls them Sam and Dean Winchester, like the, the whole thing, uh, which is, which is kind of neat. Like we've seen prophets before and we're, yeah. Yeah. So from here, uh, after they they're introduced to this prophet, they they go to the local bar because that's what Sam and Dean do. And uh, the local bar is like super busy. And uh, our friend from earlier, whose name I really wish I had remembered to to write down, let's say Rob, um, their buddy Rob, who told them that you know everyone was getting married and who saved them earlier, is running this bar. And he's like, yeah, business is really good since the you know since the apocalypse yeah, happened. Like everybody just wants to get drunk. Everybody wants to get drunk. Um, and uh, like. We get a little – I mentioned earlier that Sam and Dean basically broke up in the last episode, and uh, this is this is playing out that Sam is very much concerned about all of this, and Dean is just like, don't care. Not our, not really our problem, not my call. Like, I don't, I don't know these people. Like, they're defending themselves to the best of their ability. Like, if they want to, you know, marry each other at the same time, like, why, why should I get in the middle of that? But Sam is extremely concerned about this because he feels like this is the angels sending humans to do their dirty work. Yeah. Um, is this around the time where, where Sam makes the phone call to Castiel? It is, yes. <laughs> and it's interesting because this is, I think these, these next two episodes, we get a lot more interactions with Sam and Cass than we've really had thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he calls Cass and he gets his voicemail. 
and Cass's voicemail is fantastic. He just has no idea what to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think because um, it's going to work really well with the, the the way that we do our intros, this will probably be in the intro with like the, I don't understand. <laughs> Why do you want me to say my name? Like that's going to be really good. Um, yeah, but he doesn't get a hold of Kaz. Just goes straight to Kaz's voicemail, which... Um, the more I think about like the mechanics of Kaz, like having a phone and, and like paying a phone, like <laughs> Dean's got to be paying this phone bill, right? Like that's got to like. Well, some other made up person is is paying that phone bill because they're still scamming credit cards right now. Sure, yeah. Some, I mean, like, like Dean is doing like the paperwork, like he's filled out the, the paperwork at the AT and T store yes. under under yes. like what was his uh, insurance name? I can never remember his insurance name from season two. Oh uh, man, it's something real silly. Yeah, it was something really dumb, like uh, Poindexter or something like that. But uh, McGillicuddy yeah. or McGill- something. <laughs> Maybe it was McGillicuddy's. He's using McGillicuddy's credit card to get Kaz a phone. I just because um, our phone bill is under Autumn's name, so like, and it's mm-hmm. my work phone. So uh, if I call people, it shows up on their caller ID as Autumn. Greer, if they have caller ID, so like I get, I get shit from people who answer the phone. And like, hey Autumn, how are you doing? So I'm just, I'm just picturing the same thing. Like Kaz calling somebody and, be, and someone answer the phone, and be like, hey Dean Winchester, what's up? <laughs> anyway, sorry, this is my own personal little fantasy world. Where like I get in when I watch Supernatural episodes, y'all. This, this is who I well, am. You're, you're, you're an official Winchester now, so you get it's to true. have that. Um, uh, Doctor Winchester, do you? <laughs> Excuse me, Doctor. <laughs> um. We we after they like uh, kind of scope out this bar and kind of argue back and forth. Uh, Leah has had another vision, um, which is signaled like they they like ring church bells in town or something when this happens, and they all run over to her and uh, she says that these demons are going to attack somewhere. So they they get a crew together, and of course our boys our boys volunteer for this because uh, yeah that's that's what they do. And um, we get this scene of them kind of going into this house and killing a bunch of demons and it is rad as hell are you it's into rad this? as hell it's rad i'm as so hell. into this yeah this um, is great it's just like i don't know if you know this jeremy there's a double brother knife throw kill oh my god it's the per- it's the perfect thing um like it is it's they're just e- like you want to do a sweet action scene like yeah this this season needs one and it's i mean it's literally the winchesters and this this militia this crew going into a house and just like taking down demons it's pretty funny that the militia are shooting the demons with the holy water or with mm-hmm. the uh the the rock salt mm-hmm. and then like exercising the demons meanwhile sam is running through with a demon knife and just like killing the just people inside the demons but like whatever. everybody yeah that was He's one thing doubled I, I, down on that I, wa- I really want to bring that up because uh like at a certain point we're not going to be able to anymore because it's going to get so ridiculous that they're killing that many innocent people that have been possessed by yeah. demons um and like at a certain point, like there's got to be like a nationwide, uh, like missing person crisis, right? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, there's this. Somebody has got to be paying attention. To this. <laughs> the FBI has to be like, why are there like eighteen thousand in one rural town ta- missing persons in one rural town? That's a little weird. Um, but yeah, this this whole fight scene is is really great, and that 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 brother maneuver that you talked about is, is really fun too. Where uh, double brother knife throw, the double brother <laughs> knife throw outside, like right out of something like Double Dragon, right? Like you could just see that yeah. happening. Um, <laughs> where Sam tosses kind of, or no, he uh, Sam is thrown back, so he throws the knife and stabs a demon in the back. The demon falls towards like towards dean but on the side of him and dean just looks over and grabs the knife as he's fallen and then stabs another demon like it's it's just perfectly timed and it's it's yeah. really really fun and this is just it's just a, like a fucking action scene and yeah. we never get to see the boys do action scenes so it's really fun that they um they went and did it 
and Sam comments this comments on this uh, as they leave. He's like, oh, so that must be what it feels like to have actual backup, like to have people that you're working with and not just two of us mm-hmm. against you know 15 demons. And uh, because they're Dean and Sam, um, my my cousins, if you will, um, uh, <laughs> they uh, they of course attract the attention of a young kid um, who was on this mission with them, and he's going to look up and idolize them and uh, ask them if he can he can ride home with Dean and Sam as opposed to riding home with his. Uh, with his fam. And, uh, unfortunately th- this lasts for all four minutes before he's like pulled under dude, the sucks. car. And, di- it sucks and, and it's and like dies. a nice moment. They're like, they're like, yeah, dude, have a beer. Don't tell your mom. And he's like, yeah, I won't. Like everybody's just like happy. And I'm sitting there like yucking it up. Like, fuck yeah. My dudes <laughs> giving this like teen a beer, but it's like, you know, it's one, it's fine. He did a good job. You know? Sure. He's killing cool. fucking demons in the apocalypse. So dude can have a beer. Give him a broski. And then he dies and it sucks. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I was watching Supernatural. I'm not having a good time. You know who was really having a good time? The demon that hid under the Apollo that entire fight and watched Just all of his people out. die. <laughs> Interesting move, demon. <laughs> what was what are the, what is the strategy there? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Sam and Dean with, after they kill all of my friends. Like that demon they, has to know yeah. he can't kill either one of them. <laughs> like he can't. the demon has to know that there's double brother trouble. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't just painted a devil's trap underneath, like the the the, the Impala. You know what I'm saying? Like just the whatever like car parts are under there. Just spray paint a giant devil's trap under there so they can just drive over a demon and it can't leave. It's such a good move. It's such a good move. Like, I, I, let me let me be the oracle to the Winchesters so that I can you know develop new tools and, and, and yeah. Well, you're part of the family now, so um, I, I got my so, I got my doctorate in uh, creating hunter tools. Actually, that's why I'm I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doctor of weapons. Uh, so they have no, to no, um, please laugh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So yeah, from from here they have to go and confront the mom of this kid um, who is extremely unhappy about all of this, um, and she she directly blames Sam and Dean at, at the kid's funeral, which is is pretty sad. Uh, during that that like kind of confrontation though, Leah, our local prophet, kind of does the um, I got the Holy Ghost dance, falls down and has another mm-hmm. vision. Um, this time of this young kid coming back to life. And that heaven is going to be on Earth, and uh, all they have to do to get there is to follow all the angels' orders. So, uh, what this translates to in real terms is that the bar has to shut down, and nobody can have premarital sex anymore. Yeah, I like that they kind of—I don't know who does it—but they're like, "This is some cult shit. Like that's not normal, um, and it's not normal." Uh, you can immediately tell that there's there's something weird about it. Um, I think the first thing that Sam does is goes and gets drunk, though. Yeah, so uh, Sam definitely thinks that this is not great, and uh, he he basically goes to Dean and is like, you know, they just outlawed your entire personality. And Dean again is just yeah. kind of nonplussed about this whole thing, and it's like, I, you know, this is this, this we don't belong in this community. Like, this is not my problem. Like, I, yeah, it seems a little weird, but it's it's not my problem. Uh, so Sam goes to Rob's bar which is totally empty now. And Rob's like, well, do you want to help me kill some inventory? So Sammy gets drunk. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Chris, there's a moment where Sam goes back to whatever shitty apartment that there are a shitty hotel that they're living in and uh, comes in the door. And Dean says, where you been? And Sam goes, I've been drinking. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I love it so much because he's doing his little like Sam wobble thing. Cause he's yeah. like 9,000 feet tall. So I'm just worried that he's going to knock over a building. <laughs> if he falls down, <laughs> could happen. Yeah. 
uh, I like that it's it's almost a normal drunk. Like, dude, today sucked. Want to have some beers? Like, yeah, it's just such a it's an interesting thing. And I, but, but but more than just Sam getting drunk, it's the fact that Dean doesn't want to. Yeah, Dean is 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 definitely out of this. Uh, unfortunately, like he's he's kind of emotionally shut down about all of this. Um, we're we're gonna deal with some of it in a little bit later, but uh, he is he's definitely kind of all emotionally shut down, which is fine because his boyfriend Kaz shows up, um, and Kaz is also super drunk. Uh, <laughs> I love like Kaz drunk Kaz right now is so great. Like the fact that he found a liquor store and drank it. Um, he said that he got Sam's message, but he, he didn't listen to all of it because he finds the sound of his voice irritating. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, man, drunk Kaz is so great. He is really good. But who who is the person who says to Dean, "It must be hard being the vessel of heaven and having no hope"? Is it Sam or is it the the prophet Leah? Uh, I don't. Does that happen right now? I, I don't. I don't it's remember. A, it's it was a little bit earlier. It was a line okay. I wrote down that I that I thought was interesting. Um, I mean, because Sam is the vessel for Lucifer, and yet he feels like he can win, like they can win. And again, I think that that's kind of Sam's like defense mechanism is like, I don't have to deal with this problem if I keep telling myself that we can get through it. Um, whereas Dean is supposed to be the vessel of heaven, which a lot of people would think that's a really good thing. And he is just like, nope, that's the worst thing. I think uh, we left out a scene when Sam goes to the bar, Dean goes and confronts Leah and basically asks her you know, are you for real? Are you, are you actually what you say you are? That, and that's where that, that scene happens. I think we forgot mm-hmm. to talk about that because again, Dean is, is, you know, he's trying to figure this shit out and, and, you know, he's trying to figure out a way through this and realizing that he may be on his own for it. So, yeah. Back to drunk cast. Drunk Kaz, uh, who explains that Leah is definitely not a prophet, um, uh, because he has got the all of the names of all of the prophets in, in, like emblazed in his brain, and she is definitely not yeah. one of them. Um, and he <laughs> says, I guess they do a little bit of research, and he says that she is the whore, uh, specifically <laughs> the whore of Babylon. And man, I you know I get that the whore of Babylon is a thing, and we we can get into like what that actually means in a minute, but it just what it translates to is like. These dudes just calling a chick a whore for the rest of the episode, which feels well, sure. I, I guess I never, fun. I was never prick, I was never prickly about it because I before when he said the whore, I knew what he meant the, the whore of Babylon. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that was a thing I knew about when I was younger. Of course, like, yeah. yeah. It's, I think in some some readings, it's the whore of Babylon is the devil. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that that is where we're taking it here. Um, but yeah, I guess I was never prickly about it just because I knew what they meant. But it is it is a dated thing to just be calling a woman a whore an entire episode. Yeah, it's it's it, it feels a little weird, and it's just and I and I get it. like I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but it just it just there's a line later where uh, Dean says like after the after they kind of you know resolve all of this conflict, he's like you know some days are bad, and then some days you get to kill a whore, and I'm like, well, like I mean, have, do you kill a lot of whores? Because like if they're not all whores of Babylon, like that's that's called a serial killer dog, and like that's not yeah, great, right? Right, but but Sam's the shitty one, right? I know, I get it. Yeah, but Sam is the sh- but Sam is the one that gets dunked on by the fandom twenty four seven. Meanwhile, we've got <laughs> Dean Whore Killer Winchester on, on the yeah. loose. Um, that's like literally the the mo of serial killers, but exactly. Like, it's fine. The uh, the only way that you can uh, well, he also says that you have to, um, I've got this written down, and I guess you have to do an Enochian exorcism, and uh, like he's, he said something like about like you have to breed with the mouth of a goat or something, like which I don't know. That's just some weird lines in this. Um, oh, it's a it's a weird Enochian joke. 
And that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. They don't get it. And he's like, it's funnier, funnier in a Nokian. But they need the, what, the branch of like a thousand year old cypress tree or some shit. Um, to yeah, stake. specifically from Babylon. Like, so Kaz has to go mm-hmm. to Babylon. Um, luckily, he can just teleport around the world at, at will, which. Um, yeah. Uh, but they need a servant of the Lord to do it. And, um, you know, he says basically like, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a rebelled angel. I can't do it. You know, Dean is, has lost all faith in God. And, and Sam, of course, is an abomination. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great line. <laughs> I just Girl love Cass people. is not holding anything he's not, back. He's not, he's not afraid, man. He's getting into it. Um, and I know, I know we, we make a lot of jokes ab- uh, about Sam getting dunked on all the time, and, uh, but there's something special about Kaz just casually dismissing Sam with, with this stuff <laughs> that I just really enjoy. Well, he um, is an abomination. I mean, he literally is. has demon blood in him. <laughs> so, uh, so their idea is to get, the, get Leah's dad, the preacher, to, to do this since he's like a servant of God. Uh, meanwhile, Leah's kind of like riling this whole town up, right? She's got them um, like uh, – she's got – <clears throat> the the townspeople basically rounding up people she's labeling as sinners and and putting them in a, in, a, in a thing like basically going to burn them alive which yeah it's not good aggressive. it's like the, it's a re- a reverse witch hunt it, it's a reverse witch hunt is that what you said yeah 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 how is it a reverse witch hunt because it's not um well no it's I guess it's a regular witch hunt just kidding um. <laughs> What is the, the witches? I guess the witches are hunting the humans. I guess. Well, yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's so. It's just a witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I really. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out on that. I didn't. I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything. I just. It's I didn't, okay. I don't know what a reverse re, re, witch hunt even would be. I mean, it's when the witches hunt the. It's where a reverse witch hunt is when people are persecuted for very legitimate reasons. <laughs> okay. Cool. There you go. That's, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she's, she's kind of rounding people up. We do get a scene where the preacher does try to intervene and is like, Hey, you're, you're going to cause these people to like get aggressive and violent. And she's like, you better shut up or I'm going to, I'm going to name you as a sinner next. Uh, so he's, he's kind of primed for, uh, Castiel and Sam and Dean to pitch this at him. Uh, I like Castiel's like, she just basically teleports in grabs him and then teleports him out and like everybody is very chill about this whole thing except for it's the a preacher. Good, it's a good way to show a guy that you're an angel. <laughs> it's a strong way to show that show off that you're an angel. Uh, and they are very uh, receptive to this, or or he is the, the preacher, whoever is very receptive to this. I mean, I I guess you gotta be when there's just demons all over the place, mm-hmm. and when your daughter stops acting like your daughter, you're like, I mean, yeah, I I guess this checks out. <laughs> And you know we get a uh, we get this nice scene between uh, Dean and Kaz where Dean brings Castiel like a bottle of aspirin and tells him to you know eat the whole he thing. He brings him a bottle of handcuff. wine, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and a bottle of wine and some flowers, and it's really nice. And they sit down and they talk about their feelings, and um, you can read the rest of that at uh, Jeremy's Fanfiction <laughs> Just go go right over there for any of those needs. Uh, but yeah, he goes and like gives him like some hangover cures and uh, like tries to get him a you know, give him some advice or, or whatever. Um, and then they, they basically just run in, right? Like there's not like a lot of like strategy involved in, in trying to do all of this. Like they basically Kaz just comes in, grabs her and holds her up for her dad to stab her. <laughs> like that's, that was the plan, right? Yeah. That's, um, I mean, it worked. So <laughs> it's all the plan they needed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately this doesn't go, this doesn't go right. Like they, 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 
her little uh, people that she's got converted, like the mom of the dead kid and her shitty boyfriend, um, are uh, they kind of knock the preacher out? And, oh um, yeah, that's right. And then Leah, like like Sam and Dean, kind of chase after her, uh, and then. That Leah gets a hold of Dean and starts like choking the hell out of him and like yelling at him while she's doing it. Um, which, like, if you've got to, if you've got, <laughs> like, if you got to get choked out, like, the least you can do is just be quiet while you're doing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're give gonna, me, just give me a second. I'm blacking out. I'd appreciate it if you're not screaming at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Dean grabs this uh, cypress branch and stabs her, and it works to the surprise of everybody, including Dean, uh, which means that Dean is a servant of the Lord now, which has some, some pretty significant servant of heaven, a true yeah, servant of heaven, heaven. That's kind of a big deal. It's, it's a huge shift that we get to see outlined for like the next 40 minutes in the next episode. And then that's it. Um, but it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, actually I'm taking, I'm taking a step back from that because I was reading it as Dean is a true servant of heaven in that he is willing to say yes to Michael. He is willing to do the thing. Um, but the more I think about it, I think that Dean is a true servant of heaven because he is doing what's right for humanity, not for, uh, the angels or demons. Dean maybe doesn't know it yet, but I think that Dean being a true servant of heaven is because Dean is Dean, not because Dean is a servant of the angels. Because as we've kind of learned through Zechariah, the angels aren't working on the behalf of God. They're doing their own thing. Um, Absolutely. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's what it feels like. I don't think it's as obvious about it because up until just this moment, I was kind of thinking, oh, well, he's ready to say yes, so he's a true servant of heaven. Um, but I think it actually does mean kind of the opposite of that. I, I agree because um, for all of the reasons that you stated, like the, the show is presenting this that he is uh, – you know he's going to say yes to Michael, so now he's back on the on the heaven train. But mm-hmm. in reality, to me, God has told them like, "Hey, keep doing what you're doing and stop asking me questions." Like God didn't. Yeah. Like, when they <laughs> when they spoke to um, uh, what's his name in heaven, Joshua, Joshua in heaven, uh, Joshua didn't tell him like, "Hey, God said to tell the both of you to say yes." Like that's that wasn't the message. The message was basically like, "You keep doing what you're doing. We're good. Just 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 stop bugging me about it." Like I don't give a damn. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> his his ability to want to protect these people against the the horror of Babylon and any other critters that might come along is is his true faith in the, in, in God. Mm-hmm. But it makes him and Sam think that he's going to say yes to uh, Michael. <clears throat> yeah, uh, sets up a tricky situation because Dean is facing more self doubt now than I think he really ever has before. Um, where he he feels like he's ready to just say yes because what are all these people fighting for? If I don't say yes, they die and that's it. Um, and I think Sam is still kind of trying to talk him off that ledge. Like, I mean, even if you do say yes, it might not matter. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's like, you know, let's try to do this our way. But of course, Dean isn't going to listen. Um, so once he secures Sam and Cass and, uh, the preacher, he's like, Hey, I'm going to go, like get a bite or something and like just leaves. Like he goes and gets a pack of cigarettes and never returns. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> no. Um, but he does leave and he leaves Sam and, and, and the rest of the crew behind. And uh, his first stop is to his friend, Lisa. Uh, listeners, you, you probably remember Lisa from the, uh, what I like to call the mini Dean episode. Uh, it's an old flame <laughs> of Dean's and that he reconnects with and uh, kind of finds out that she had a baby not long after that, you know, about, well, maybe 10 or 11 months after that they, they hooked up. So it's, she has told him specifically that it's not his kid, but, um, yeah, it, 
the, the, Ben, the kid, behaves a lot like Dean. Um, but this is like Dean's lost love, right? Except for that chick that was in Route 666 that I guess nobody's right. going to talk about His anymore. other lost love. His no other lost love, yeah. He, he, um, you know, once, once, once Dean's nipple was had, it kind of wasn't the same for him anymore. Oh, you think so? You think that's the, that's the truth? The, the way yeah. that Dean's heart is not through the stomach, it's through the nipple? Is what you're it's saying? It's through the nipple, and then he was like, well, I got, I got what I wanted, and now I'm like, you know, we no thanks. We swore we would not have any more nipple chat on this podcast, and now here we are, just having happily discussing dean's nipples has it just, well you know this- what you know what dr winchester so we don't always get what we want not all of us get what we want it's just some of us do i guess so chris, chris i'm gonna be honest with you it felt really nice to be called dr winchester yeah no sweat no sweat doctor you get to so you get to be dr winchester and i'll bring up nipples when i feel like they're relevant sure yeah you can be you can be nipple Mosier, and i'll be dr winchester that'll be our podcast names from you now know on. i don't know if you can you can hear the bitterness in my voice, but it's not there. I'm not bitter. <laughs> and I'm really I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for you. Of course you are. I feel it. Um, so he goes to visit this, Lisa. It's basically it's very to say, sad. This this is a real weird thing for Dean to do. Um Yeah, because it's cause they were like, Oh shit, everyone thinks he's gay with Castiel. Um, because the writers were not comfortable with admitting that yet. Uh they're still not, as it turns out, season thirteen, they're still not ready to um to go for it. So they have Dean come and then kind of like spill his beans, spill his guts to the sure. to, to Lisa. Yeah, to have this like emotionally awkward conversation. Um, so like the the thing that's interesting to me here is like just how this plays out. Um, he shows up and knocks on her door and uh, immediately says like I didn't have your number so I couldn't call ahead and she's like that's fine and then's like but but I'm in this new house and he's like yeah I found the address but I'm like how did you get the address without the phone Dean Winchester's number? crazy oh my god this dude is a is a sequence killer Chris he's a sequence killer that's yeah, all there is to it he's a sequence it. killer uh, but he's there basically to have this emotional moment with Lisa to basically tell her like hey I'm I'm I got to go do something. Um, but I wanted to tell you that whenever I would imagine my life without all of the shit, like it was, it was with you and the kid. Like I'm, this is what I always imagined my home. And she tries to get him to come in. He's, she's like, yeah, I, I want that too. Please, you know, please come in and we can talk about it. And she's so eager for him to go inside that I actually thought that she was on the side of the angels. Like I thought Zachariah was hiding behind. I thought they were going to do a twist, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they don't. It's, 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 it's played straight. And he just says, no, I'm not going to come inside. I've got to go do this thing. But I want you to know, like, you're going to see some weird shit. It's going to get, like, crazy weird. But the people I'm going to, uh, that I can go make this deal with, I'm going to make them protect you. So you and Ben will be taken care of. You're going to be safe. It's, it is weird. Um, and I'm gonna take one second. I hope it. I hope it wasn't weird when I said that he's gay with Castiel. If my phrasing of it, I hope it wasn't weird. Um, I think that was perfectly fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay, cut this part out. It's sure. weird because <laughs> I'll definitely spend five minutes of my life cutting that out. <laughs> I don't want other people to hear me self self doubting. Um, <laughs> I mean, they read your Twitter, Chris. They know it's true. I was like, "Hi guys, I'm really sad. Um, thanks. See you later." <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, it's weird because Dean and Lisa have interacted twice. They've seen each other two times. I mean, one of the second time was a little bit more extended than the first. And it's weird. They're both not a part of each other's lives, but it is almost for the both of them this kind of weird fantasy. They mm-hmm. never had to work or think about how it would actually work between the two of them. But in their minds, in their dreams, like the... How would I imagine myself if I was like get the thing that I want? It's together. It just so happens that they both kind of imagine that same thing. 
uh, in their dream scenario. And whatever actual reason that the, the writer has brought Dean here, it, it is, it's just, it's interesting. It's weird and it's interesting because Dean is, he's so desperate at this point. He's doing the thing that Sam always did, running away from the family, going to somebody else. And there's no one, there is no one else. Dean's never had anybody else. And this, although very, very fleeting and very brief, um, is the closest thing he's ever had to that, to, to picturing a life outside of what he is. So it's, it's weird. And I almost like that this scene is weird because it's, it puts us on edge for why Dean is doing that. It's out of character. So him doing it kind of stands out a little bit more. It being weird stands out more because, uh, we know that that probably means something is coming. I mean, especially with what he says, we know something's coming. And it's also a sign of, uh, Dean's overall emotional immaturity when it comes to these mm-hmm. things. Like, as, as you mentioned, he's never had a relationship. Like, this has never been, like, his strong suit. So, him, uh, like, basically co-opting this woman's life and, and, and child to say, like, hey, like, this is, I want this, like, made-up thing that I think that you're going through without actually knowing right. anything about it is is very much a sign of Dean just having this kind of weird, stunted growth because he grew up with his fucking sh- sh- weird and bad dad and you know has <laughs> has been killing weird monsters his entire life and that's a lot of use of the word weird in that sentence but i think like dean is a very weird dude when you get right down to it um so i, I think that's fair yeah <laughs> it's uh I, I like this scene too i like it a lot i, I like this episode a lot in the way that it kind of because it's it's almost exciting when you see these these humans see these uh these, you know civilians basically fighting against mm-hmm. the demons and then to have that twisted is is such a is such a is such a bummer and it's just another example of like Dean having just an ounce of faith and having it ripped away from him and it happens every single time that Dean just starts believing in anything and then it gets jerked away from him and it leads very well into this like I'm going to go say yes to Michael thing and the the way that that's going to play out in the next episode which I'm glad we get to I think these two episodes work very well together so I'm glad we get to talk to, about both of them on on one episode of the cast because it's yeah they're gonna they're gonna book in each other nicely. Um, but yeah, this is this this is a strong episode, and it continues our trend of the last what four or five episodes of it ending on kind of a down note. Like this is we're we're not really resolving a whole lot in each episode. We're just kind of making things worse. <laughs> like as it goes yeah. along, like the the end of the last episode, Sam and Dean broke up. At the end of this one, they do a bigger breakup. <laughs> like it's I mean, just that's how sad. you uh, that's how you make good TV. <laughs> that's how you yeah. TV writers out there, just just break up with everybody. That's the only thing that you need to know to, how to write to television. It's, it's so funny that the the fandom will often get mad at, at the writers for, I guess, not making the boys happy or not like giving them the things that they want. But like, it wouldn't be a good show if they did. If the boys were constantly always getting the things that they wanted, we would be like, all right, I mean, okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, it, it would literally be that that episode. I of, still have you know, to go to work. Like. <laughs> Yeah. In this episode, Dean checks the mail and gets a thorn in his yeah. in his toe. Oh, like I, I need I need my my hunks to suffer on a cosmic level because it gives um, <laughs> more uh, you know more meaning to my life. Chris, that says a lot about you and very little about the hunks. I just want to say that. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> you got any last thoughts on the on this episode before we move right on into the next one? Um, I'm here for the cosmic suffering and the hunks. So. Sure. Yeah, I need my hunks to be cosmically suffer- suffering is a is a really good line.
The next episode is going to be Point of No Return, written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Phil Segrisha. Aired on April 15th, 2010, Dean begins to think that the only way to stop Lucifer is to say yes to Michael, but the angels decide they don't need him anymore. Dean, Sam, and Castiel are horrified at the angels' new game game plan and take on Zachariah to prevent an all-out war on Earth. Meanwhile, a familiar face returns. Hmm. <laughs> way to... Uh, Way to not blow that, but uh, we're going to get into our like our then segment, which immediately shows the third Winchester brother, Adam. <laughs> so we kind of know exactly who that familiar face like, is going to oh, be. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it was Lisa the last episode, and now it's 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 definitely Adam. Um, I know that they need to do it, but mm-hmm. it's spoilers. It's really spoilers. I would have been shocked. I mean, I was still shocked about the Lisa thing, but that's on me. That's not you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's just because you have rule. a rule. You just have a bad mind. That's not. That's not. I, do, it's, I got a. I got a bad brain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not like the band. And not like. Is there a band named Bad Brain? Yeah, Bad Brains. DC Hardcore. They started. They started Hardcore Punk. All right, Jeremy. Don't excuse me. D- oh my god, that this is actually a thing. I can't believe this. I don't. Google I don't. Google it. Okay. I, I just Google did. It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a little song. Hold on. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> I like punk music. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I could get I could get down with that. I'm into that. Cool, sweet. I'm doing I'm doing the metal hand, which is not appropriate for punk rock, but I'm doing it anyway. You know what? Punk rock is whatever the fuck you want to do. As far yeah, as I'm also concerned. calling it calling it punk rock is like not punk rock, but like <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you started with the DC hardcore, like, and you said that just as, as quick well, as you please. Yeah. So you know, I was I was doing a I was doing a bit. You know, I'm I'm still, st- we're yeah. still in it. <laughs> we're, st- yeah, we're still doing it. We're still doing it. Um, what's this episode called? One hundredth. Uh, the 100th episode, yeah, um, which is kind of a, a, a worthwhile thing to note. This is 100 episodes of Supernatural, and we are mm-hmm. episode 44 of this podcast, so that's pretty good. So we are going to be we're gonna we're, we'll make a, we'll make 100 by the end. Um, I haven't looked at our episode guide recently, uh, but we will finish this at our current. I mean, schedule. I've never looked at it, so yeah, yeah. Um, assuming. <laughs> Like assuming the same amount of episodes exist in season thirteen, um, we will finish season thirteen on episode one hundred and thirty-one. Damn. Yeah, our one hundredth episode uh, will be assuming that we're back. Like that, that may change because that's assuming that we stay in the um, two episode cycle. Like when mm-hmm. we get to some of these later seasons, we may decide to. to yeah, we may drop out. down to half an episode per podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Really, like, really four digging hours. deep. <laughs> Here's our four-part episode on the season five finale, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, this episode starts out in a really interesting way. We we open on Zachariah, um, who is at a bar drinking with some uh, – it, it kind of like a dive bar-looking thing. And he's um, he's kind of bonding with this other dude beside him um, who has just been fired yeah. and because Zachariah has basically been fired. And uh, – <laughs> like the way that Zachariah starts talking about this, at first it seems like it's very comparable with what this human dude went through, and then he, the human guy very quickly realizes like something is up. I can't remember exactly what Zachariah says, but it's something he says like, something about, "Like you filthy pig humans." Yeah, that's like what that. it is. It's really strange. I really, I really like this scene. Zach is so weird in it, but he's so like relatable and normal at the same time. It's it's very it's very strange. It's very funny. I'm into it. Kurt Fuller just uh, just really just fucking sells it too. I love him as Zachary. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, and this this kind of casual um, working man down on his luck at the bar thing is is really interesting to me. Like, do you think he was 
Like if he, if you've been fired from heaven because you, you did you did a bad job with pulling in these Winchesters, uh, do you think he, like, you don't get to go to heaven anymore? Is that why he's hanging out, or do you think like at a certain point he just learned to like to drink? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's maybe it's a little both. <laughs> maybe it's a little both. Um, but yeah, he uh, it, before long the the. The, the entire place starts shaking and it starts lighting up like we've seen when angels visit in their in their pure angel form and um Zachariah seems surprised and uh, like oh shit like yeah they're gonna they're gonna put me back in I'm into this okay cool yeah. <laughs> so, uh and Zachariah is really like an underrated villain he's um I never hear people really talk about him as a villain but he's he's one of the the best in supernatural he's so fun to watch he's such a dick He's such a dick. He's uh, he's pretty short lived, all things considered, and he's just yeah. so overshadowed with uh, with what Crowley will eventually do. Like Crowley right. ends up being the, the the main villain that everyone pe- goes to. I f- but I feel like that's spoilers because he's been in one episode and we haven't seen him since. I mean, he's like if you go to the Netflix thing, he's on the Netflix banner. Like, I'm I don't, not. I'm not on the Netflix. I'm buying the DVDs at Walmart. All right. <laughs> Which is what I did when I first got that. I went to Walmart. I bought the DVD box and I got to catch sure. up on Supernatural. Sure. Um, but I don't think it's a spoiler to say like that Crowley is 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 a significant character. I think we said as much anyway in the in the podcast right. when he showed up. So um, I'm not going to say it's a spoiler, but I am going to say once again, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I feel like I might be uh, wrecking myself again, Chris. I'm sorry. Um, this is the podcast where Doctor Winchester wrecks himself. <laughs> That's 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 the gimmick right there is me referring to myself in the third person as yes. Dr. Winchester. Yes. Dr. Winchester yeah. thinks that's a very funny joke, Chris. And obviously I'm only going to refer to you as Dr. Winchester when of I'm being uh, sardonic. Yeah, I need you to uh, like go into your phone and change your contact right now. <laughs> no, it says maybe Jeremy Greer and that's my <laughs> favorite gonna... thing. <laughs> I keep forgetting it says maybe Jeremy. It's just for some reason it's it like might maybe. Be. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right. It might be. It could be. Who knows? It might um, be. So yeah, Zachariah is recruited back into the fight. He's been pit back in. Um, this poor dude that was drinking at the bar just is dead. <laughs> like that's, that's yeah, a shame. Yeah, he gets angel vaporized and whatever, it, dude. Yeah. Uh, we get Just to making a ma- bad day worse. <laughs> I just got fired and now an angel has killed me. Uh, cause of cause of death, drinking at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, our main episode is uh, Dean drinking um, straight from the bottle. He's uh, kind of packing up all of his shit and he's writing a big long letter. Uh, we have like some really sad piano music over it. Um, he's he's putting everything in a box to ship to Robert Singer, which uh, is probably like a, a head nod to you know Robert Singer, the, the the real person, and not just necessarily Bobby Singer, the the character in the in the show. Uh, but before he can kind of jet, Sam shows up. Sam has managed to track him down using his hold L2 for hunter skills, right? Yeah, he uses <laughs> hunter vision, yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned he hunter learns- vision in a while, but you guys know, it's true. listeners out there, you guys know that they have, they're have they holding L2 for hunter vision all the time. Like, they can see clues and, and everything. Um, they, uh, But Sam confronts him and is basically like, how how can you do this? Like, how, how yeah, can he you says, do- what, are you going to kill yourself? Yeah. And by well, letting he doesn't Michael even use mean- you as a puppet. Exactly, exactly. Um, he says, this is how it ends. You just walk out. Um, this whole thing is pretty, is pretty dark. Um, but I liked that. I liked that line from Sam because he says, uh, this is how it ends. You just walk out question mark to Dean. And Dean says, um, all you've ever done is run away. And which mm-hmm. we've seen that pretty strongly up until season five and season five, Sam is all aboard that. I have to make right train. Mm-hmm. Um, 
part of me wants like i feel bad i started the apocalypse train is what that train is called i'm always trying to to piece together the best way to describe sam because i like everybody knows i like sam but i like uh how fucked up they made him and how fucked up they make him as he's trying to get better in like an ugly way and i and i've probably said it before i like the ugliness that like Sam is self-centered and he's always pushing kind of in the wrong way. He's always obsessed with something because he's trying to make right, but he's not really making it right. He's just like doing another thing. Um, but, but Dean calls him on that. Like all you've ever done is run away. But Sam says, uh, and I was wrong every single time. And this is the show trying to, to kind of roll reverse here saying like, you know, Dean is last time. Dean was the one who had to try and talk sense into Sam uh, and it didn't work, and now Sam has to try and talk sense into Dean, and it doesn't seem like it's working. Yep, and uh, they they try to you know rationally have this conversation, but it, it does not go anywhere. So uh, Cass comes in and just straight up just knocks him out. And Dean like threatens Sam. He's like, "Okay, we're gonna fight, but just remember, like this time you're not all hopped up on demon blood. Basically, like I'm." Gonna oh yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That's a great like. That's kind of a, a scary line coming from Dean. Like I I could kick your ass, Sam. I know I can. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean he's. He's suicidal. Like he's not gonna kill himself, but he's he's given up completely to the point where mm-hmm. like I'm gonna say yes to Michael, which might as well be the end of his life. And it's that kind of that desperation of like I will I will beat you to a bloody pulp because I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. I'm beyond it. And um it's it's dark and scary. It's Dean is scary. Uh and then yeah, thankfully, um thankfully Cass shows up and zaps him away. And uh, he wakes up at Bobby's, and they've got him basically incarcerated in the uh, demon slash ghost proof cell at the bottom of uh, Bobby's five story house. As we have learned over the years of covering supernatural <laughs> episodes, this giant we've only been to the second story. That is, we've been to the second story once. Uh, that is full of rooms that you can't sleep in, but because all we yes. ever see is Dean, <laughs> Dean sleeping on a couch. Um, anyway. Ridiculous. Um, but Bobby and pretty much everybody else wants to save everybody. And now Dean is kind of off that. He's like, you know, we can't save everybody. I might as well say yes to Dean and try to say, say yes to Michael and save and try to save most of them. Um, and then Bobby tries to kind of get in his shit about it. And Dean breaks out the, uh, you aren't my father thing, which who like, because we've talked about it a lot. Like they, they had to have a, a father figure for these boys. Uh, and, and Bobby fills that role extremely well and always has and cares about these two as if they, they were his sons. And we've seen this connection and seen it go back and forth. We've seen Dean kind of save Bobby from the brink of suicide. If not, not necessarily the brink, but you know, tell him like, no, I care for you. We need you here. And now this opposite thing is happening and Dean is lashing out at, at Bobby and man, it's, it's emotionally rough. It is. Um, and Bobby gives it right back to him. He, I, I, we always like when, when, when Bobby gets into it and starts yelling. Because um, before he just said, you can't give up, son. You're not my father. Sam looks at Dean like, dude, what, what the fuck? Why are you saying Uh-oh. that? Um, and Bobby just leans into it and he just screams like, I promised you I wouldn't give up. And now Dean is doing the very thing that he made Bobby promise not to do. Yep. Did you say yeah. uh-oh a minute ago? I, I did. You, you you glitched out completely. I couldn't hear you at all. <laughs> so I was good. I thought you had I lost you entirely, but you came back. I'm still here. I'm, I'm, You're still there. I'm going um, strong, doctor. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, 
it, it's about this time that uh, Castiel gets like a like a super migraine for some reason, and then just yeah, his pager starts going off. Yeah, his his migraine pager goes off. God, why did God created these angels, man? And like did just a shitty job. <laughs> like that, yeah, none, none of this sure angel did. stuff is great. Um, but he shows up in like some woods where a bunch of trees have been knocked down, and uh, astute watchers uh, will recognize this as very similar to the scene where Dean was resurrected way back mm-hmm. at the beginning of season four. Um, That's correct. Yeah. Um, you got it. I got it. I'm a supernatural expert, everybody. Call me <laughs> Call me the doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's some other angels there that have appeared, and uh, we get some cool fight scenes of Castiel, like who I, I commented at the very beginning when Castiel starts showing up that he wasn't particularly a great, like, he not a great fighter like he just the choreography didn't really look that great but <laughs> yeah. this this is getting a little bit better like this is yeah, a they lot do more some fun. they do some jason Bourne shit they have yeah, cast, yeah. like full-on like like uh cqc martial arts with these sure dudes. absolutely yeah cqc is exactly what i was going to go for there um just gets into it and manages to kill him again that's two more humans out of the count <laughs> like that, that that these angels took over and then t- drove d- immediately to the suit store to buy angel suits <laughs> to go yeah. drive to the woods so they could go right. pick up um, this body, which is coming out of the, of, of the ground. Uh, Castiel actually helps this body come out of the ground and bring it back to Bobby's, and it's Adam Winchester. Mm-hmm. So Did they our- not burn him, or is that does it matter? Well, they burned, because if you remember, they burned the, um, he was eaten. Uh, by that, That's, by the goblin okay. thing. Um, sure. That, I don't think it was a goblin, but it was. It was a ghoul. A ghoul. There you go. Uh, and that, so they burned the ghoul, uh, but they don't. They didn't burn like actual Adam's stuff. Okay. Because they specifically didn't burn Dean so that they could bring him back. Also, why'd they bury him in the woods? What's up with that? Did they just resurrect him in the woods instead? Because I f- it felt like there were rules the first time around. Sam buried Dean in a shallow grave, and he was resurrected in that grave. Did they bury Adam in the woods for some reason? Maybe that's where the ghoul, like, shat him out? This doesn't check out for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, And also, like, this... Why would why would Adam be in hell, right? Like this feels like very much like a pulling you back from hell situation. Um, right. So yeah, they said he was in heaven, but this is still what they go for. Like yeah, and I I'm with you. Like this, but yeah, if you if you start looking at this stuff too hard, it kind of falls down. And I don't I don't think the writers have a like an extraordinarily great hold on it, especially about season five. And you know you can't do 13 seasons of television with weird cosmology like this and and not get stuff wrong. Um, but yeah, this is this is Adam Winchester and. Um, uh, he wakes up and and Sam and Dean like are going to try to explain this to him slowly, but he's like, "Yeah, I know who you are. You're Sam and Dean. The, the angels warned me about you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we, I, I need to see Zachariah and I need to go save the world." And uh, boy, like fucking everybody is pissed off about this. Like Dean, yeah. the most, but like this whole crew is like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Like they're just like I, I just imagine they're just looking at each other and like holding their hands in the air and just shouting really like, like louder and louder at one another, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, first of all, his heaven was like making out with a girl at the prom. Like, don't be weird, Adam. Um, <laughs> and Dean asks if he got to third base. Don't be yes. weird, Dean. Don't be weird, Dean. Don't um, maybe not intrude on your on your brother's heaven. But it, uh, yeah, everybody. I, I, Maybe I get this sense because we were like, Adam, like, screw you. Um, but it seems like everybody is like, shut up, Adam. Stop it. We don't know you. We don't like you. Um, I might have been projecting a little bit. Um, 
they treat them like family. They try to treat them like family because that's what they do. They're all into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just a, it's just funny. Everybody's like, no, no, you're not. Stop it. We've worked so hard to get to this point. We're really trying to bring Dean back from the edge here. Please, you're making everything worse. Yeah, it's uh, you know Sam tries to convince them that the convince them that the angels are lying, but like that, you can only really take that so far. It's like, no, no, you're, you're not going to save the world. Okay, like, well, who is? Uh, we actually haven't figured that out yet. Like that just doesn't go very far. And then, um, the whole bloodline doesn't really work because like he just like John Winchester wasn't there for him. Like he he even says it in the in in this conversation of like you know he showed up to take me to a baseball game a couple of times. Like he wasn't my dad. Um, yeah. Which also serves to piss Sam and Dean off because, especially Dean, because Dean got real mad about the baseball game. So now this dude doesn't even care about the fucking baseball <laughs> he's, game. He's real prickly about the baseball game. <laughs> oh man! Uh, somebody, please take Dean Winchester to a goddamn baseball game before before the end of the world. The Astros it's not and Yankees in the are playing tomorrow budget. night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he he doesn't remember John Winchester at all. But he does remember being eaten by the ghoul, which is is probably pretty, pretty shitty. And um, like they they kind of finish this conversation, and then there's this scene between uh, Kaz and Dean, where Kaz is like looking at Dean, and Dean says, uh, "The last person to look at me that way, I got laid." And like Chris, we keep asking this, but like, how did we not know? <laughs> How did we not know? How did, how did we not pick up on this? And like the many times we've watched the series, oh, it's a man. little bit funny because it's supposed to be Castiel, like really, really mean mugging at Dean. Like mm-hmm. I'm really mad at you, um, mm-hmm. but he just looks a little bit silly because they don't know how to play it right. Um, like, okay, Misha, yeah, just look like really mad. No, 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 more, more mad than that. No, go a little bit further. More, yes, scrunch up your face all the way so you look like a baby. Yes, that's what we want. Do the baby anger. Yes, um, and he's yes. just like me. And again, I'm not even. I'm not even giving Misha a hard time because it's just like they really want him to look angry at these. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, and and Dean is like understandably fucked up about the situation. Like he's he's really emotional about all of the people that they've gotten killed in the past, and he starts like listing them out: mom and dad and Jess and Ellen and Joe. Um, Ash, and uh, he doesn't want to let Adam take this bullet for him. Like he's not going to let this dude, this kid, sacrifice himself where Dean is supposed to. Um, and then uh, he manages to sneak out because he mm-hmm. uses his little angel banishment spell to. to they got to have a, um, they got to have some some good brother uh, dialogue where mm-hmm. Dean says that um, he does not believe in Sam. Sam is trying to be like, put your faith in me, man. It's all going to be good. And, and oh yeah, Dean, yeah. Total loss of faith in Sam. He's just like, we've been through this before. Not worth it. I do not believe in you. Um, but Sam, in return for that, I I know that the writers are trying to do the reverse of what happened last time, where Sam was really doing the, the wrong thing. And, and Dean has admitted this himself. Uh, and I think it's one of Dean's best and most human moments is like a genuine kind of like remorse for his actions was... Uh, he says somewhere in season five, I was so busy, like, you know, keeping an eye on you that I didn't realize what you were going through. And that's kind of, that's Dean's apology for pushing Sam away at the end of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time it's, they've been through that together and Sam knows that he can't push Dean away or do anything like that. It's a different situation anyway. So after that, Dean's loss of faith in Sam, st- Sam still says, you're still my big brother. He's putting his faith back in, in Dean. And, and maybe he's guilting him into it. I don't know. I'm sure because everybody thinks that Sam is like a toxic, awful uh, person. So I'm sure this is how they read it. But um, 
him him kind of like he's pulling the brother card, but basically like you're my big brother and I believe in you. And I know that that means something to you. And I want you to know that after all this time, that's still where I'm at. Um, really, we, we don't give enough Sam enough credit. Um, like this is really Sam doing the right thing here. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is Sam being a, a good person um, for, for once in this goddamn life. No, yeah. He's not uh, like, you know, he's not like, Oh, I'm going to help you. Like together we'll be strong. I'm going to, uh, I'll go help you through this. You don't have to say yes. He's just saying like, no Dean, you can do this on your own. Like you are strong enough. You are my big brother. And I know that you can do this on your own, but also like I'm here. And so is Cass. I mean, I know he looks really mad right now. Like he looks like a scrunched up angry baby, but like he's still here for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, and right after this is where he, where Dean expels Kaz, and uh, Dean's first action is to uh, go find like a, a boarding gun Christian that's yelling on the side of the road. Um, we've we've seen the angels use these people before to spy on Dean, so uh, it's not a, a bad play for Dean to go to this dude and be like, "Let me talk to the angels," like you know, pass this around. But uh, of course, Castiel shows up. And then proceeds to kind of kick the shit out of Dean Winchester, just beat the hell out of him, and uh, basically yells at him like, "I rebelled for this so that you can give up. Like this is what you're gonna, this is what you're gonna give to me." And uh, man, this is this is a really powerful scene. Like it's it's yeah, they've done a decent job of of reminding the reminding us as viewers that Castiel like literally gave up heaven for this, but it's, it's kind of hard to remember. Like it's hard to put that in like real terms and you know, Castiel saying like, I rebelled for this. Like I rebelled to save humanity and you're just going to give up on this is, is some, is some guilt trippy and some extremely needed stuff right now. Like, I think this is, this, this is, this is good. Like this is, this is, this is good stuff. It's some heavy, it's, it's, yeah, it's heavy stuff. It's violent stuff. Yeah, he really does kick the hell out of Team Winchester, <laughs> like like constantly. Um, but when by the time they get back, Adam has has gone right. Yes, mm-hmm. Adam has been. Uh, he was visited by Zachariah in his dreams. He was promised all these great things. He'll get to see his mom again. Um, but he has to. Uh, he has to come and, and and do this thing. So, in his dream. Adam uh, gives up the secret of their of his location because they obviously they did the Enochian rib carving, and um, he gives up the secret of his location, and and sure enough, he's gone. Uh, just while we're brought it up, Cass has definitely done the Enochian rib carving on Bobby. We just haven't seen it, right? He would have to have has right? to have he has to have. Like I just don't know why we didn't get like because it the show does it to Adam in this episode and like. 2.3 seconds like he just like Cass holds up his hand and it just happens and Adam's like oof like they, they, you gotta do that to Bobby <laughs> or does nobody care about to. Bobby <laughs> he needs it because if they do it they don't do it to him then they're gonna he, immediately find the boys because it's like they're probably hanging out with that one dude that they know that one other man that they're friends with they're probably with him mm-hmm. uh, while in the waiting room so Zach takes him to the waiting room this is the same room that uh, Dean was in at the uh, what we th- they thought was going to be the end of the world in season four um, this is the one with the really with the paintings on the wall that changed based on like the mood of the person that's in it um, and before we saw Dean be kind of tempted by these like cheeseburgers and like cold beers or, or whatever in this waiting room and resist because he just didn't quite trust it. Adam, who doesn't have those instincts is like four burgers deep by the time the scene gets started. Yeah. He's just <laughs> way into it. Um, 
but Zachariah explains like, oh, hey, this is, you know, you're not going to save the world. Like you're, you're just bait. Like we're just going to use you until Dean Winchester shows up. And then, um, uh, he's like, well, why did you lie to me? And Zachariah has this great fucking line that says, uh, we didn't lie. We just avoided certain truths to manipulate you. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, fucking Zachariah, man, you talked to it before. He doesn't get it near enough credit as being a great villain. That, that's a fucking great line. Yeah. He's um he's just such a he's such a shit, but he's he's a good shit. Yeah, he's he's that that line from um uh Dark Side of the Moon where he says uh you know Lucifer may be scary but I can be petty. Like that's just mm-hmm. man, I I the more we talk about uh Zachariah the, the more I just really enjoy this dude. And it's in some ways it seems like with other villains they like to um like Lucifer is so heavenly and uh, above it all that you never you never really feel too much true malice coming from him towards the boys it's just all this is destiny it's the way it's and then there's mm-hmm. other demons who are just like over the top evil but uh Zachariah he's different he like he is petty he's just a, he's just a dick you know he, like he's a dick he's, yeah he's just a dick <laughs> and it's not um there's there's something to this that where it's it's become personal like it's mm-hmm. he was he was and, and we, on the we fast about track to employee and, of the yeah. month and, uh, employee of the month every month for a millennia or some <laughs> shit like that yeah um which also sounds false like he seems like the kind of dude that would lie about being employee of the month um, yeah. <laughs> but uh and now that he's been taken down a notch like i think he kind of holds a personal vendetta against these boys like mm-hmm. this is and so it feels a little bit more real than it does that with Lucifer, who, like you said, is just all destiny all the time. So, I, that, yeah, this 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 dude is really good. How do they figure out where the waiting room is? I, I, didn't, I didn't put that in my notes, and I don't remember how it happened in the show. Uh, Castiel knows where it is, I think, because, like, because, 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 okay. because Castiel. So he just knows that? Okay. And it's so, in, so, like, Van Nuys, California or something? Van Nuys, like California, that. yeah. <laughs> and Dean is like, are you, are you serious? Like, I thought it would be in, like, on Jupiter or on a blade of grass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's just it's just in Van Nuys, um, and then uh, they 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 go in, and Dean says like something about like oh no, you, you probably shouldn't go in there. There's like, it's going to be filled with angels, and Cass says, well, I don't, I'm going in because I don't have the faith in you that Sam does. Which man, like Ooh. again, just 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 destroying these like very tenuous bonds that these these three mm-hmm. these three mm-hmm. people have built up with each other four people like let's bring bobby in this as well like just constantly just 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 mining up those bonds and just to get rid of them and it's it's really kind of sad it is um it's okay because it's all going to get redeemed in a little while with one uh sly brother wink but let's not get too far ourselves. <laughs> yeah gotta love the brother wink uh but before Kaz goes in and uh, with his angel knife takes out one of the angels that are in there and like a bunch more surround him. And, uh, but he has done something really clever and also extremely painful. He has carved the Enochian banishment spell into his chest. Yeah. This was like, honestly, like a pretty, like a pretty slick move. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that he was going to pull this. He's just, he's, realizes that he's screwed he's not gonna be able to fight off all these guys he rips his shirt off and you're like all right Cass, what's going on here and mm-hmm. slams the enochian sigil that he's carved into his own stomach um it's something that only a character who is not human can pull off but it's just so it's so daring and it's so like s- self-sacrificing and it's so badass that it it elevates cast for me this this move it's just it's just cool like there's no it's just a cool move um and obviously he zaps himself too and he kind of takes himself out of the picture and out of the episode um but it was just badass <laughs> um does he ask does he also zap himself 
I think because he's an angel, like, he is zapped. You know, oh, okay. I, I assume okay, cool. they all get zapped to the same ether. I don't know where they go. Um, I just always assume they got put back in heaven. Um, but yeah, but what where the bodies go? Like, cause they're inhabiting. They just like you know float. What? They like go up into like, yeah, the they sky just, they just go like, hang yeah. out. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the thing from NGS five, right? Where you, you just trap exactly. the thing to him and it goes into the wormhole. <laughs> exactly. They just, they just cut past that every time. Cause you know, budgets for special effects aren't, aren't very high. Budgets. Um, but Kaz is pretty much out of this for the rest of the episode. Uh, this this waiting room is in reality like this tiny, shitty looking house on the outside, like in this warehouse, which I think is very cool for some reason. Like I don't I don't know what it is about the tiny house inside of a warehouse that gets me, but it it really gets me. Um, Dean tries to go in, uh, and and I think the 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 door works for him now, so he actually does walk in and he sees like Adam like on the floor i guess we didn't talk about we didn't finish that conversation because we got distracted by zachariah uh but zachariah like like just fucks with with adam a lot like he makes he like starts making him vomit blood and all that other stuff right because adam's giving him a little bit of lip you know um and he's like okay so you're gonna be you're gonna give me the attitude like you're like your bros did sure that's fine i'm just gonna start making you bleed from the inside out yeah it's it's again it's zachariah being petty and it's good Mm -hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Dean finds uh, Adam on the floor, um, but of course Zacharias shows up, and uh, Dean has kind of arranged this so that Sam, we could do a, like a, a, a double brother uh, <laughs> sneak attack move, <laughs> uh, but it fails, and uh, you know Zachariah just kind of deals with with Sam um, and starts making Sam vomit blood and Adam vomit blood. So basically, it's just a big old uh, old school Family Guy vomit party. Everyone everyone loves one of those. Um, right. I'm just kidding. No, nobody likes a vomit party. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes to vomit. But Dean finally says yes, and um, Zachariah does weird like oh, 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 oh that I keep making fun of this season because I think it's incredibly goofy and dumb. Uh, no, does he nobody. The, no. Does he give the brother wink before or after he says yes? After he says yes, because I know get, that Sam is like like dying on the ground, like begging silently for Dean to to not do it. Um, mm-hmm. And then he says yes, and then it's honestly like that's one of my favorite scenes of like this episode is him winking at Sam because it just feels like Dean is so, so beaten down for so long. And then he does this, this, the little, the wink, it's just a wink. And he's like, yeah, no, I got you, bro. Um, it's such an old, it's just, it's a season one Dean Winchester move. It's a, yep. like, uh, I, I still got a little bit left in me, huh? Um, it's very brash. It just, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's very like, it's, it's a very Dean Winchester thing. Like it's, it's a very, like, and, I'm going to, I'm going to fake everybody out till we can get to this point kind of thing. Mm hmm. And it just—it's been a while since we've really been able to see that, and it was just—it feels good. The way that it plays out in the episode too, like they do a really good job of cutting back and forth. So you see Sam's distressed face, and like you said, his kind of silent begging of Dean not not to do this. And then, man, once that once you get that wink, and Sam's like almost looks confused, and he's like, "Wait, what's going on?" And, yeah, <laughs> uh, this is this is after uh, Zachariah has has called Michael down. Um, so this is Zachariah's like shining moment. Like this is, he's finally succeeded in this task and he's going to be, you know, employee of the month again. Uh, but while Michael is making his way down, Dean just says he has conditions. Um, there's some people that he wants protected. And, uh, before he, he lets Michael into his body, he wants to see Zachariah disintegrated. (laughs) Uh, and says if he if if Michael wants uh, to get a, a piece of that sweet ass, then he's gonna have to disintegrate Michael Zachariah. And holy shit! Oh my god, it's yeah. so good, Chris. Yeah. This is so yeah. great. 
like, oh, you can get what you want, but uh, you're going to have to die for it. It's just such, it's, that's the Dean Winchester move we've been waiting for. And the finisher here, uh, which is, of course, Zachariah argues, like, there's no way, you know, they're going to kill me. I, you know, I'm too important mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, <laughs> Dean says, well, he might not kill you, but I will. And stabs this dude in the <laughs> neck with a fucking angel yeah. blade that I guess he, he picked up off of uh, Castiel at some point. Because, man, uh, how satisfying is, is this kill, Chris? It's a good kill. It's a violent kill. <laughs> it is. It's a good kill. Stabs him through the fucking neck. Yeah, out of yeah into his face. It's a it's a big it's a big move. It's a bold move by Dean Winchester. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, they at this point, like we start seeing our normal like angel shaking uh, house thing because because Michael is yeah, approaching. Michael, yeah, he's been summoned. Like it's the real deal. The archangel is is on his way down to Earth, and uh, and so I they, guess the stipulation is like he can't just hop right into Dean because Dean then specified, well, I have conditions. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I would um, imagine that, um, like, you can say yes to, like, you can say yes to. You got to say yes, right? From, you got to say, gotta yes, say to yes from the heart, yeah. right? <laughs> you got it straight from the heart, right? Yeah, you can't <laughs> just be like, a verbal yes. It's kind of like calling in sick to work. Like, you you can't just like text <laughs> text your boss, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to make the phone call. You got to let him hear your right. voice. Um, hey, uh, oh God, I can't. I'm sorry, boss man. I can't make it. Oh, Sorry, Michael. Say, I'm not feeling uh, great. I'm not, not feeling really. Not feeling like uh, Angel possessing me right now. Uh, can we do it? We'll do on the Saturday? apocalypse next time. Okay. Uh, uh, right, we, we, I'll, we see, you, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, maybe on Tuesday or something. I don't know, man. I got some butt. I got some butt problems too. It's going to take me a while to get rid of. Um, <laughs> the Winchesters try to get out of there, uh, but somehow, as they're, as they're leaving, the door slams uh, after Dean and Sam escape, trapping Adam in this in this waiting room, and uh, Dean and Sam try to get in and of course they can't um and yeah that's we don't really know what's going to happen with adam from here on out he you know just he's in there with michael which is really weird um but after this sam and dean are talking and uh nobody says oh god i'm worried about adam or oh man i wonder what our little brother is up to or uh man i wish we could have protected adam no no sam is not concerned about that uh he tells no, yeah, dean sam goes i wonder what our little brother is up to and dean just goes who <laughs> i don't i don't i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember anything immediately who oh man um but Sam is more concerned about Dean uh, having pretended to. I think he says that he totally rocked that yes, which is a very Sam Winchester thing to say, uh, and wants mm-hmm. to know why Dean changed his mind. And um, this is a real sweet moment. Did you did you write any of this down? This seems like something that you might write down. This nice. It does seem nice like something I'd write Dean. down. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get the quote. I didn't get the quote. That's fine. Uh, but he he basically tells Sam that uh, it, he did it for Sam. That um, he didn't want to let Sam down and. Um, He's has always treated Sam like a like a snot nosed kid and, and as as the younger brother, but um, he isn't that. And he actually apologizes to Sam, which is pretty powerful, and says, you know, he has he has faith in Sam that they can do this now, um, which is kind of a big turnaround. And it's yeah at, at at surface level right now, it feels a little bit unearned. Like I don't right I I, I don't agree. get. I don't get Dean's 180 degree twist on this. Uh, they they do a very fast turnaround. I, I don't really know. They do a fast turnaround on it because it's like this. They wanted the season to, to 
start culminating back into not about the apocalypse, but about the, the boys being able to put their faith in each other again. Um, and I think it feels like they had one episode to really get it down. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to be able to like, like, we're getting close to the end here. A lot of plot still has to move. Um, we haven't seen all of the horsemen yet. And, um, we haven't really encountered Lucifer since halfway through the season. Like there's, there's so much more going on that they have to push through that. It's like, we got to get back onto the level with the boys sooner rather than later. Um, hypothetically, if they had taken the time to earn it, this would, this would have been a lot better, but I, I do see this as kind of the, the role reversal from not just season four, but kind of the way that the boys have always been as we saw in uh, dark side of the moon, the heaven episode, uh, Sam had always run away. That was mm-hmm. always his thing. And Dean resented him for it. Um, but through the perspective that he gains, Sam is now able to come back at, and do basically play Dean's role. He's going to stick it out. He's going to support his brother, his family, no matter what, this time around. That's what he's here for. Um, he's not going to give up on it. Whereas Dean is the one who wants to run away. It's, it's the, a role reversal. And they both had to kind of go through the other role to then just come back out. And they go through the other role in one episode where, you know, Sam ran off to Stanford and then Sam ran off with Ruby. Um, and, and Dean has even mentioned that, I think, in this episode. Like, whether it's a, um, you know, demon blood or some demon chick, like, they're going to they're gonna get you at some mm-hmm. point. So, like, I better go be Michael to stop you when you do. It goes from, like, a, an extreme like that to um, them sticking together again. Because Dean had to go through the arc of Sam, and Sam had to go through the arc of Dean uh, for them to kind of maybe come to an understanding that we don't really get fully fleshed out, that, like you said, isn't totally earned. But I think it's supposed to both give them an appreciation of the other, an appreciation of their own actions, and like, okay, this is where we are. We've only got each other. Let's do this thing. I just feel like that there is, um, and I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy on on any of this stuff. Um, It just, there's nothing really direct in the episode that I see mm-hmm. that Dean that would have affected Dean to cause him to change it. It's like the last thing that we really get from Dean is Cass telling Dean that Cass doesn't have faith in him anymore. And then going in and basically sacrificing himself to clear the path so that Dean can go save his brother. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of is if Dean is only close to basically three people at this point, And that's uh, Sam, Bobby and Cass. Cass is, is a new friend, but he's still there. He's been there for two seasons now. Um, to hear somebody else be like, your actions made it so that I do not believe in you anymore. Cass gives him the business. He's like, he, he talks some shit. He makes Dean feel bad. And maybe it's supposed to be within that, the off-screen stuff that we don't see, where Dean is like, oh, like 15 minutes before that, my brother just said that he does believe in me. Castiel is so angry that he beat the shit out of Dean. Meanwhile, Sam is like, no, you're my big brother. You can do this. So maybe somewhere internally, Dean is supposed to have been like affected by that to see that anybody, even, even his ally, even his close, his new close friend or whatever people want to see Castiella as to Dean, um, even that guy was pushed to the edge and maybe it was all part of his plan to push Dean that way. But I think that it's not unreasonable to assume Dean is like, well, what the hell? Castiel has lost faith in me and then be, you know, I've lost faith in, faith in myself and be reminded of that moment with Sam a little while earlier where he, he realizes my little brother has not lost faith in me. So maybe I do have to stick it out. Okay. I can get behind that. 
I, I mean, I'm real. I like I'm pulling that out of my butt right now. Like, yeah, you're, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a stretch, but I think that's probably what the writers are going for. Like, it's seeing seeing Kaz's uh, lack of faith, but uh, also like you know, I'm still going to do the job. Seeing Sam's lack of faith, and I'm I'm also going to do the job. And even though Dean is hearing them say these things, like it's not affecting what they're willing to do to save Adam and to prevent mm-hmm. Dean from doing this. Um, I, I can I can see that finally getting to Dean at the last minute, um, especially walking in on a scene like and and being part of a scene where Zachariah is you know essentially murdering his two brothers in front of him right like to yeah. to get him to do something like I, maybe that would re- strengthen his resolve to be like I don't want to be a part of I don't want to be on the on Team Angel like Team Angel seems like it sucks like if this is what they're willing to do I, I don't I don't want to be a part of it and I I could see him changing that changing his mind along with all of the other stuff at, at the last minute so maybe it, maybe it's more earned than it is it's it's something to think about though because uh, yeah especially yeah. over the I next. Mean- the next few episodes um it's it's a big concept or it's a big kind of transition moment whatever um that they they don't they don't 100 percent nail it but i think that the intention is is kind of what we've covered um but i think you're right it does sort of um watching these week to week two episodes a week it does feel like more needed to happen between sam and dean before we could really get there um but it's like they have 22 episodes and they want to cover all this other stuff. They wanted to have Dean's downward spiral and be able to show all the things that they need to show within 22 episodes. That's an excuse, but it's like, okay, we got it. We, we know that the boys can make it up. Let's just do it in two scenes rather than in two episodes, which again, would have been better, more effective if they had taken the time to do it right. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. All in all, I, I like this episode a lot. It has one of yeah. my least favorite things in it, uh, which is Adam Winchester. Um, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, I think I can I can I can safely say that I I do not want to see Adam Winchester um, ever again. Um, although we're gonna have to. Um, I, uh, <laughs> what was that, Doctor? <laughs> nothing, no, nothing, 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 nothing at all. Uh, I, I, but just. Again, they're going through these relationships with these four characters. Um, I think primarily three characters, Sam and Dean and Kaz, but you know, Bobby is definitely in the mix of this. Um, Bobby doesn't feel as integral to this whole operation at, as of yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think that's done specifically. There's just probably be too much screen time for four people to be this involved with one another. Uh, but showing these relationships <laughs> kind of dis- dis- disintegrating a- around one another and then strengthening back in the face of overwhelming odds and overwhelming power is is something that supernatural does really really well mm-hmm. and it's a lot of times it gets chalked up to like over emotional kind of baggage kind of or like what the the worst the way it is at its worst which is you know sam literally yelling at dean about about emotions like why aren't you talking to me like maybe because you're yelling at me why aren't you time. crying <laughs> yeah why aren't you crying dean you should cry more i'm crying right now um but at its best it's, it's stuff like this where you get real emotions like that these two brothers would, would feel for each other after going through four years of all of this dramatic nonsense, cosmic nonsense. Uh, and then, you know, Castiel there, Castiel being who he is, which is a, a cosmic entity that is rebelling against his father, uh, is partnering with these two crazy humans to try to save humanity, which is, it, again, it, it's, it's just way nuts and that it's very, very undersold, but man, this, this is, a, this is a good episode. I, I, I like, I like both of these quite a bit. Yeah, it really is. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any last thoughts? Do you want to? Do you want to do a, a a sum up? Um, these are. It feels like these are like 
the the point of no return. That's the name of that episode, right? Um, it feels like we're we're getting there. Um, we're getting like really close to the end, and then you look at the episode count, and it's like we actually we've got like a lot more shit that's about to happen, um, which is interesting. But I'm excited to see what happens next. Well, we have a lot more stuff, but we're definitely going into the end game on season five. Like, uh, mm. we have four episodes, <laughs> which is insane. We were just talking like last week about how uh, we didn't like we felt like we've been here for a long time in season five, and now we're right at the end almost. Um, it's, oh, yeah, I guess we are pretty close. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got two more episodes of this podcast, and we'll be like that to be on the finale. So we're we're going we're going pretty quick. Um, before we do our our admin stuff and we 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 get the hell out of here, can I can I read you um, some trivia? I, I, I like this thing where I'm I, I pull some, some 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 trivia from the Wikipedia so we can like better educate all of our our listeners. Are you ready? Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> this is in regarding uh, ninety nine problems. The first episode we covered today. Sure, sure, sure. This episode name comes from the fact that it is the 99th episode of the series and is the 99th problem the Winchesters have faced on screen. The name of the episode also makes a reference to the song 99 Problems by Jay-Z. And there's a subnote here. Uh, Jay-Z must be feeling sorry for them as a bitch was one of their problems. Sometimes the Wikipedia really just outdoes itself. The, uh, the the bitch in that sentence is a hyperlink that goes to the Horror of Babylon's page, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you, um, Supernatural Wiki. That's delightful. The Supernatural Wiki is kind of like, it's like an Ouroboros. It's one of those like snakes that's eating itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Constantly. I don't really yep. know. I don't really know why, but that just feels like the correct analogy for the Supernatural Wiki page. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the, the snake eating its own tail is definitely, yeah, at 100%. It's just going, oh, just, just feasting, just feasting constantly. Yeah. Do you want to finish this episode and get the, get the heck out of Dodge? Yeah. Um, thank you listeners for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, you can find this podcast at monster of the That has links to all of our social media, Facebooks and Twitters and Tumblrs and all that other stuff. Go, go check all those out and follow us on your platform of choice. Uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter at, Local Bones. You can follow me on Twitter at JG Greer. Uh, as I said before, thanks for listening. Uh, if you if you can, iTunes reviews are extremely helpful. It's a giant pain in the ass to do on your phone now that the new podcast app is there. So if you take the time to do yeah. that, I really appreciate it. That's that's a really nice thing that you do, and it actually helps us out a lot. Um, I don't know how anyone who uses the new iOS can find a supernatural podcast. Period. Um, when I searched, I was only able to find paranormal podcasts because it won't give me all of the results anymore. It gives like the top, uh, eight and it's all like not, not podcasts about the show supernatural. So, um, yeah, the top, the top result is uh, ghost. What about them? <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> it may be different on like the actual iTunes, but on, um, on iOS, it is not good. So, uh, hopefully yeah, that's, iTunes that's ratings will help that, but visibility is not good on there anymore. If you uh, if you like the show a whole lot and you want to support us and you want to see us do more stuff, uh, we are extremely close to doing uh, our first bonus episode, which will be covering the Supernatural comics. You can help make that happen by going to patreon.com slash monster of the week and donate a couple of bucks. You'll get access to uh, our Discord. Um, if you do a $2 tier, uh, I just published, Chris, you probably don't even know this because you, you've been off Twitter today, uh, but I just published our first Hunk Chunk library where we take all of our... Um, <laughs> 
all of our outtakes and extra material and stuff like that, and we put it in a folder so you can listen to that stuff direct. Um, but you also get some other cool stuff, like Chris is going to send you some cool art at a certain tier. Uh, you get all sorts of awesome rewards, including episodes early. Uh, early episodes generally release on Mondays, uh, whereas the main episodes release on Thursdays. So definitely go check all of that stuff out. Um, Chris? Thank you for being here, man. This has been, this has been good. I appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, Jeremy. I mean, I'm sorry, Doctor Winchester. Thank you. I was I was I was trying to set you up. I was trying to tee that up for you, uh, Doctor Jeremy been, Winchester. This has been Doctor Jeremy Winchester. This has been Monster of the Week. Uh, thank you, Chris, for guesting on my podcast, and we'll see you next week with two more episodes of Supernatural. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it too much just to name the episode, Doctor Jeremy Winchester? I think I, I think like... you should. No, I think you should. I think you should. That's when people will be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> uh, oh, what a great, what a great time. funny uh caitlin uh or some say cosmo keeps like asking me like when are you going to explain about the you killed somebody joke and i'm like i'm not it's gonna be it's gonna be dean's amulet <laughs> i'm just gonna let it keep going until it gets way overdone and then we're gonna have to like you know say something about it until you actually kill somebody I'm like, well <laughs> until i actually kill self-fulfilling somebody. <laughs> yo well 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 hey man it's been a while it has been a while. It's been it's been, it's, it's been been a minute. It's been three extra days than usual. <laughs> yes, it's been ten days. I can't go ten days without talking to my hunk partner. My partner at hunks. <clears throat> yeah, I think I got most of that, but I did. I did lose you for a second there. You know, that's what happens when you wait ten days. Is you, you start to lose each other. It's true, and I don't even really feel like I know who you are right now. Who well, are you? here's Chris Mosey. Um, uh, catch catch this. Uh, News flash. Catch this update about Chris Mosier. I already wrote the road so far. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I don't believe this. Uh, as the kids say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. The kids do say that. <laughs> the kids. The kids know what pipes are. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. Honestly. Uh huh. I'm ready to do this thing. You ready to just get that motherfucker done? Let's just get her done. You know what I always say? Fuck, I dropped my action figure. Is get her done. No, no, I think the first thing, I think the thing that you always say is that, oh, fuck, I dropped my action figure. Fuck, I dropped my action figure. Did I stop recording when I dropped that? I don't know. I I, I don't have access to your computer. I I can't tell. I totally did. Stop recording. Nice. So I guess we're just going to, I'm just going to lose that 30 seconds of audio from me. (laughs) Because I'm just... think i'm a fucking amateur uh no but it's too late i already deleted it do you, do you think that i'm not fucking recording the moment that you say well 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 like i've got well, all that shit i've got all that you've shit you've got it queued up so that as soon as the words well 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 are spoken the recording automatically it was starts. an extremely complicated programming procedure but i did it every time you say well 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 <laughs> automatically starts recording a, a tape a tape reel starts running <laughs> 
that big fucking uh, like set top unit that that dude in Mindhunter carries around to interview serial killers clicks on. I've got that sitting next oh, to me on my desk. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Did you did you watch that? We watched. We fucking binged that whole the show, man. Over the weekend. Is it really good? Because I've been wanting to watch it. It's really good. I liked it. Uh, it's. Cool. It's kind of weird. Like the dialogue is a little weird. Like it's, uh, and we found out that it was written by like people, like playwrights. It was written by like people that have written a bunch of plays. Fucking playwrights. Fucking playwrights. Uh, but it's so like some of the dialogue. Like the first time he meets like the the his his girlfriend or whatever. I just throughout the entire conversation thought that they were, or had already known each other because of the way they're speaking to one another. I see. Um, but no, they were they were meeting for the first time. So there's some stuff like that. But overall, I like it. It's it's real interesting to see all that like them developing like the language to that like i'm I, like i have been reading about since i was a kid right like you know yeah, dude yeah. starts with sequence killers he's like hmm, we're gonna call them sequence killers so. hang on I'm, I'm missing an alien excuse me you heard what i said i didn't yeah i need for you to repeat it i said i'm missing an alien <laughs> what? What is this? Your toy room that you that you've got set up? Is I did put is? all like the the shit that I was like, man, I wish I didn't buy this. I'll go put it in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I had all these X Files figures. Um, I think I've shown you them before because you you were like, is that me and Autumn? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does it does look a lot like me and Autumn. There's an alien that goes along with him. I don't know where it is. Hey, did Doesn't did matter. uh did Scully and Mulder ever hook up? Did that ever happen? Yeah, yeah, they hooked up. They did. I don't. I didn't. That's I don't remember. I don't know. It's a, like it's the like love I've, of a lifetime. Jeremy. I've watched a lot of X Files, but like I don't remember. Like I, not all of it was in like order. And then there were like some movies or something. Mm-hmm. I saw the one where they went. Did they go to like an ice town or something? Yeah, for yeah? sure. Okay. Like the episode of the movie. The movie. There was a, there was an ice town movie, right? There's ice town movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. There's ice. That. There's an episode called Ice in the first season. Mm-hmm. That is basically uh, the thing. Okay, like the movie, I the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really good episode, though. It's like, yeah, you, you know, I've seen that movie, but like, also, this is good too. <laughs> <laughs> this seemed like really like hardcore, like good sci-fi in the in the early seasons of X Files. I mean, I think X Files is kind of always good, but uh... yeah, I need to go but back and, and, and watch some of that stuff. I've been watching. Uh, I watched some Buffy today. I watched another episode of Buffy. It's it's a wild ride. Seth Green did, did he show up yet? He is not. No, I'm, I saw him in the credits at some point, uh, like looking on IMDb for somebody else, and I was like, oh god, Seth Green. <clears throat> the only thing that Seth Green oh, has yeah. done that I think I like is like Mass Effect Two. That was about the only, <laughs> <laughs> about the only Seth Green interpretation. Yeah, this, this is this is uh, Seth Green before he was Seth Green, so he's just like a kid. Yeah, so that should be good. He's actually Seth Green is in X Files as well. He's a random like uh, extra or something in one of the. Oh, weird. That's so bizarre. Trivia for you. Um, all right. Let's. You ready to slap that bass? So, uh, no, <laughs> I don't, and I don't ever want you to say that again, at all. I know. I know that there's uh there's one episode that was specifically Katamari music, so that was cool. Except they didn't pick my favorite song, so I was kind of like, I'm fucking done with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's your favorite Katamari song? Uh, Lonely Rolling Star. Think gonna, I, think I, be, you gotta, you gotta know the name off shit. the top of your head. It's I don't good, at all. Yeah. It's good. It's just got like a bomb chorus that just it's really good. I really like the Katamari Damacy soundtrack. It's legitimately so. like really, really, really good. <laughs> oh yeah, this dude is awesome. Yeah, this is great. This YouTube video that I pulled up. Um, 
has a an overlay that says this song is about two lovers. The singer is singing about how it's in her lover's nature to roll and wander around and eventually apart from her. She accepts this and waits for her lover because she knows that her lover will always eventually come rolling back to her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if you knew that about that your favorite Katamari. Can you just in, instead of me singing at this part, can you just dub in the um, lonely rolling star part of the chorus? I was going to sing it, but if I sang it then you then you'd keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I totally would. I know you're I'm tricks. listening to it. If you, it <laughs> it's not a trick. It's just me recording you on a podcast. It's my job. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to wait to get to the chorus here. I'm in like a minute. I'm just at a minute. When's the first chorus? Do you know that? I don't. But I know they kind of bury the lead on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, um, I used to work for a company called Smart. And there's a track on the oh man i forgot about this chorus yeah this is dope as hell Mm -hmm. it's just good just makes me feel good i I just have like the goofiest smile on my face right right? (laughs) listening to that it's nice um there's a there's a song on that soundtrack that i don't remember the name of it but it's like the chorus is something like you are smart oh so we were at a a trade show one time and like had the booth set up so i just put the laptop on and put that on repeat in the background Because we had a whole thing that was like, you know, smart systems or, or whatever. Yeah. That's also a good song. Again, entire soundtrack. Killer. Entire soundtrack is dope. I bought the uh, Katamari soundtrack on iTunes one time, and it turned out not to be the original game. It was just a bunch of random remixes that Namco had put together and put on the iTunes store to make you think that you were buying the thing that was you were that weird, for. like, Vocaloid one? No, it wasn't that one. What is that? Because I got, I got one of those songs trying to get this one. Again, like, I got fooled by it. I thought it was the, the real deal. Nuh-uh. But now I have YouTube Red, so I can just like download it on YouTube and <laughs> just listen to it, I guess. What do you think the... Uh, did you look through that Entertainment Weekly thing, by the way? The it wasn't, Supernatural special? No, it wasn't out. I went to Barnes & Noble last week and it wasn't there. I, um, I picked it up this week. Oh, when did it um, come out? When did you get it? Uh, let's see, I got home on Wednesday... Yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I was thinking it would be like this week. That it would be out not last weekend. Um, I'm, I'm th- didn't you send me a picture of it though? Like you, you saw it in the store, right? Oh well, did you get the Halloween one or did you get the hunk one? I got the hunk one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I, I haven't seen that one yet. I think they're only selling that at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I went to Barnes and Noble to look for that one. All right, then I did see the hunk one. Yeah. Okay. Did you look through it? Uh, like briefly, I was just a little disappointed to find that it wasn't a full episode guide. It just like described the episodes. I thought I was going to get like trivia on each episode or something. No, nothing like that. Uh, they did rank all the episodes. What do you think the like the worst two episodes of Supernatural for seasons one through twelve are? I feel like Bugs is down Acor- there. Or, or according truck. according to EW, it's got to be Racist Truck. Like everyone knows, that's a bad one. Uh, you were, you were right with Bugs. You uh, Racist Truck was like number five from the okay. worst. So what's number what's number one or the other one? Uh, Wendigo. Really. Yeah, which I think it, I just totally disagree with. See, I think Wendigo, in the grand scheme of things, I guess is a bad episode, but it's I've the first time watching it. Every time I feel like I've always liked it a little bit because it's like a horror movie, and it's mm-hmm. different. You know, it's I don't know. I, I guess I just have an affection for it because it's the second episode. 
I, I like it a lot. Like, I, I know people that like got into it, or Dylan that was on the podcast. He he got into it because there was a Wendigo episode. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you want to get into the main episode? Let's get into the main episode. Let me follow your notes because mine are bad. Okay. You lead, I'll follow because I did watch them very diligently. I just was bad about taking notes. That's fine. I I, I take you know way over long notes anyway. Five pages of notes on these on these two episodes. <laughs> they were. I mean, they're good episodes. They are that. 99 Problems is great. Okay. You're going to do You're going to copy and paste your uh, road so far in there, or are you just going <laughs> to uh, keep that to no. yourself? Uh, no, because, well, because it's on my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Did you just get, like, the urge? Were you just, like, hanging out today, like, trying to avoid work, and then, like, oh, I need to write this road so far, or, or what? No, I, no I, um, I did it in the bathroom before we started recording. <sighs> Just one time, I think that you're going to be a professional. Nope, you, got, you nope. have to you have to bring in the B room talk. It ain't it ain't me. Hey, I didn't call it a B room. All right, I called it the bathroom. No, no, you said B room. I think that if you go back to the tape, <laughs> honestly, I might have. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to uh, one of the 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 adventure zone adventure zone episodes, mm-hmm. and um, I guess people were complaining because there wasn't more like taco and. Um, Kravitz content and and, yeah. and and Justin basically been saying like I have no problem like role playing like this dude being into another dude who is also death and like I'm an elf or whatever like that's that's not the hang up but like extended scenes where I'm going on a date with my brother is a little fucking weird and I was like yeah dog <laughs> how, do, how do people not realize that, that you're talking to your brother the entire time yeah. like yeah like and good job for like creating characters that people can get into that much but like y'all chill the fuck out <laughs> are you caught up now I, I'm on the last two episodes, so like. Well, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna tell you anyway because sure the yeah. way Griff, Griffin says sort of the words sort of um, more than uh, more than any anything. <laughs> oh really? He says it. He says it so much, uh, and I'm sorry that I'm ruining it for you because once I noticed it, I could not unhear it. It drove me fucking crazy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna start playing Stardew Valley again. I don't blame you. I'm, I've kind of got that urge myself. I was I'm, I was kind of kicking around the idea of getting a Switch, and I was thinking I might start a start a game over, over there. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't I don't think I'm gonna get a Switch. So I just got that you know that vinyl yesterday, mm-hmm. and was like, wow, I really like this game. I forgot. Like, yeah, it's it's an extremely fun game. <laughs> just looking at the art and everything, I was like, man. I like put so much of myself into this when I was playing it. Like this was so nice, and I want. I'm just gonna probably start a new game, even though I was like really close to like doing a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to get like caught in that loop again. I feel like it would be fun to do that. Like I don't think that I would miss like my my later game upgrades that much because I I would mm-hmm. know what I'm doing a little bit better now. Like I right. would have it much more of an idea of like what I'm capable of and like could be more successful by the end of the first year. Um, it's been almost a year since I was like real into it i got into it last december and we're in october now so yeah like we were like we that was a lot like a lot of the conversation on this uh, podcast oh, right yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were we like it would come up a lot because we just couldn't stop talking about stardew valley <laughs> we had that like we had the group chat going on twitter that was like just stardew valley tips <laughs> yeah because people because you gotta have to know you kind of you just kind of have to know and then, I, oh yeah, I was doing tips and tricks and chomp chain at like yep. the end of every episode. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. man, that was it was good stuff. Love Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Is All right, really let's great. let's talk about Supernatural now. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's let's do that. I've got that uh, 
I've got the vinyl, like, you know, it's, it's the folding thing. Um, I've got mm-hmm. it like s- standing up on the desk beside me so I can just look over and like admire that inside art. Cause it's so I beautiful. have that open on my bookshelf as well. Yeah. It's really, it's really like all of those characters just hanging out and like all of the yeah. different seasons represented. It's just, it's extremely sweet and nice. Mm-hmm. 